And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> Hey, 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 and welcome to The Political Show right here on Active FM, where radio has never been better. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix. And with me in studio, we've got... Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight. And this week, well, before I speak about what we're talking about this week... You know that on the political show, we're here to give you the truth behind the headlines. So sometimes you will just read things online or in newspapers, and it's not actually what the truth is. And here in the political show, we're here to give you the truth behind the headlines. Now, this week, we're going to be speaking about two people who are from completely different countries. And the first one is Prophet Bushiri, also known as Shepherd Bushiri, also known as... Prophet Shepherd Bushiri. Yes, and he has so many other... AKAs as well. So you say, hey, Shep. Hey, Shep. <laughs> and then we're also going to be speaking about Boris I think Johnson. It, uh, yeah, we still need to establish, is it P-R-O-P-H-E-T or is it P-R-O-F-I-T? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it. If you I don't, think it's if you, Prophet if, Bashiri, you know. If you don't put it, if you haven't in, put it in, together, it's Prophet. As in opposed to loss. And then there's Prophet, you know, yeah, that one. So Prophet as in prophetic. Yeah. And the, other, the other prophet is as in lost, which is pathetic. <laughs> oh, Pastor is hitting some bars today, I'm telling you. So that's what we're going to be speaking about. Do you want to give a more detailed explanation of what exactly we're speaking about? Well, we spoke of? about Mr. Bushiri. Yeah. His Royal Highness, the <laughs> man of God. On trial for 100 million rand plus money laundering. His wife's also up for 100 million rand money laundering. Someone else in the church also up for about 70 or 80 million in money laundering. Mm. Gets 200,000 in bail. It was all over TV. And uh, my goodness gracious me. Um, I mean, we complaining last week that's on TV, but what about Osmach yeah. you know. So um, the next thing on the weekend, uh, Prophet Bushiri, <laughs> I think he posted on Facebook. <laughs> that he's in, um, you know, he's in Malawi, <laughs> which is... Where he originally came from. Yeah. So he left the country. Sure. So I'm thinking, now maybe leopard crawled, you know, swam across <laughs> the river. No, he got into a plane at Tambo International Airport. Yep. And then it got worse. They right. said it, the, the president of Malawi was here for some other thing. I can't even remember what it was. I'm not yeah. even interested. And uh, they think he went on his plane. Sure. So the Malawi president's plane was at the Air Force Base. At Swartkop, north of Pretoria, and uh, the plane flew from there to our Tambo. Was there for about six hours, <laughs> and then it flew, and uh, they were picking up certain people. Wow! I'm sure it was the Bushiris. Probably the Bushiris. Yeah, you know, eminent persons from Malawi or something. And <laughs> uh, my goodness gracious me! So huge questions. Yeah. And then yeah, and then obviously Boris Johnson's the other part. Yep. So he's in a cabinet meeting this week. 
Yeah, in the last seven days, he's in the cabinet meeting. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was this week. Yeah. One of them tests positive for COVID-19. So now he was going to quarantine, which is fine, except he's he was in ICU day. in April. Yep. So, you know, why must he be in quarantine? Mm. And, oh, no, it can come back. Then, then why the hell must we take a vaccine? Yeah. So, you know, this is the Bushiri Johnson show. Bushiri Johnson show right here on Active FM. We can make a rap. Bushiri Johnson. Johnson, oh, <laughs> I think the, the the Black Knight will have to rap for us later in the. Yeah, I, I need to write. <laughs> I need to write for this. This is this is too much. You need to be deep about this. Sure. <laughs> All right. So that's what we're going to be speaking about. It's going to be quite hot. Remember, this is Active FM, where radio has never been better. Back to the FM. Back to the FM. Active FM. Active, active Radio has never been better. Okay, so we are speaking about the fact that Bushiri, obviously a couple of weeks ago, he was charged with fraud uh, for and money laundry charges and stuff. They had first arrested his wife and then he turned himself in and then they were released on bail. One of the reasons that they were, didn't want to give him bail was because they were afraid he was going to leave the country. And he's actually left the country. And what are your thoughts uh, in terms of how he left the country? I know there's one article in, there's a newspaper article that actually says that Bushiri could have escaped with help of local officials or Malawian delegate. So your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, the delegation that was with the president of Malawi. Yeah. Just in terms of that, I think where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. Okay. And knowing South Africa, I don't know Malawi that well, but knowing South Africa, my goodness gracious me. Okay. I'm yeah. sorry. This is so typical, isn't it? We had al-Bashir, who was the president of Sudan at that time, and the International Criminal Court, you know, they had an arrest warrant out for him. Yeah. <laughs> so he comes to South Africa, and then people go to court, and they forced the government to arrest him in terms of our international obligations. And the next thing, it comes back to the court. While the court case is going on, things get delayed and stuff. While the court case is going on, oh no, it looks like he's not here. <laughs> so this is not the first time that this has happened. Yeah. And then you start listening to, in the, in the week now, the Department of Home Affairs head is now talking about, you can't just blame us, there's porous borders and you know all of this kind of stuff. Um, and I mean, what kind of security is there at our airport? You know, like <laughs> I've been to Australia, you, you land at the airport eh, and you go through like this hectic customs and sniffer dogs and, yeah. you know, like you start sweating, you know, even if you've just got jelly dots or something, you know what I'm saying? Um, in fact, you just got your clothes, you sweat, you know what I'm saying? Then they've got these warnings, you better not have anything that's illegal or you better declare because otherwise it can be arrested and there's a X dollar fine and now the dollars is times by 10 to get it back to rents. So <laughs> $500 fine is like 
10 million rent, you know, type yeah. of thing. You, you have to sell your house to pay it. Um, <laughs> so you're scared. You come back yeah. to South Africa and <laughs> you just, you walk through. I mean, the one time I was walking through with someone and they had a whole lot of stuff that they'd bought. Eh? And <laughs> so they should have been going through customs. Yeah. And then I swear someone was calling them. We just both walked and we pretended we didn't know each other. Like we didn't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the, I mean, the security at the airport is impeccable. I mean, sarcastic when I say that. But, I mean, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it is. All, all I thought of when you've got all these government ministers and, you know, all of that, I just thought they've got scrambled egg all over their face. Yeah. Someone took scrambled egg and just sure. shoved it all over. The government has got so much egg on their face because of this. Yeah. If you can't protect your railway lines, how are you going to keep a profit here? <laughs> yeah, and he's not like he's, he was a mastermind criminal who can escape borders like in the movies and things like that. He, it, Everyone knows his face and, and, and stuff. So, And I'm sure at the airport and stuff that they, they should have no one pictures of there. fugitives and no, no, people they do. who are not supposed to. Like passport control. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so, I That's mean, to, <laughs> I mean, come on. No, really. He I mean, I remember going... He doesn't go- need an ID. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember going to... I bet it was worse. <laughs> sure. So the, earlier this week, they're busy talking in Parliament. Eh? I think it was on Tuesday. Yeah. And they're saying, it's not all our fault. Eh? He was here with illegal papers. But he owns a house of about 50 million rand. Sure. He owns like a bank or something. He owns businesses. I mean, I think church buildings. Yeah. So... How did he own all that stuff if he's got if he's here legally? Exactly. In fact, he had a church here in our street. Yeah, but I think he was just renting that. Yeah. So that you can understand. But he owned. I mean, one of the things now they've taken is his house, which is worth about fifty million. Sure. So, um, how did the title deed move into his name if true. he's here legally? Yeah. I mean, uh, really, uh, and I'm listening to this guy, and I'm thinking. Do you guys realize what you're saying? It's the same as a few weeks ago, David Mabuzo, who's the deputy president. Yeah. <laughs> the ACDP, they asked him a question about, you knew that people are going to try and steal this PPE money and stuff. So, um, you, know, the, you, know, why, um, you know, why didn't you do the, the things? And, and then he said, no, basically, we were caught napping. <laughs> the deputy president, he says we were caught napping. So, I mean, the fact that he was able to get all of these properties and things like that, I don't think that with an illegal... I mean, I've had an asylum for how long and, and stuff, and there's still certain things that I wouldn't have been able to get. And Housing is one of those things and stuff. So I don't think he had a, a fake... I don't think with the well, amount of influence <coughs> or whatever he had, the, the I don't think is, he had... What is the implication of what you're saying? Yeah. No, I mean, no, it's bad enough. Eh? You got the, the, the guys out the country, and now you're saying no fake papers. <laughs> if that's if that's the truth, that's even worse. Yeah, that's like even it worse. makes it makes the whole thing well, worse. Look, I was listening to this, eh, and I just started laughing. <laughs> I mean, really, it's, it's a total joke. Eh? Now, I mean, um, now in this article, I mean, you know, how how do you as a cabinet minister stand up and say that in parliament? Sure. <laughs> I mean. This is this is my issue. I think they were trying to come up with excuses on the spot because they helped him get away or something like that. Well, you know, there are stories that he's given money to the president. Eh? Sure. Like substantial amounts. Sure. So who knows? Yeah, who knows? 
So in this article that I was reading, they say that Bushiri's escape has resulted in tensions between Malawi and South Africa at a time when Chakwera was the incoming SADC chairperson next year. The government has confirmed that Bushiri was not on uh, Chakwera's plane when it left South Africa on Friday I'm sure they're going to admit if if he was on a plane. Ah. And and did you hear what the South African said? Yeah. No, no, we searched the plane for six hours. Yeah, so why were they searching the plane? Why were they searching the plane? You're searching the president of another country's plane for what? Is that is that protocol? You search the president's plane. I think they caught themselves off badly because they were probably just making up excuses and just and they don't they don't didn't remember their lies and stuff. Because how would they have known to search the, that's the president's plane? That's the but that's what they said. Sure, and for six hours. Yes. How big is that plane? It's bigger. <laughs> that, that's, how many rooms and compartments did they sure check? It's bigger than Air Force One. <laughs> sure. Uh, did they have to check in the place where they put luggage? Yeah, under the panels and, and everywhere. <laughs> that is interesting. For six hours they checked yes. the plane. Sure. So now the question is, how do you think this will affect Malawi and South Africa's relations? The relations between Malawi and South Africa. Look, it's going to be bad in the news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like... If you're just pretending you're fighting with someone. Yeah. And then behind the scenes, like the like Malema and the ANC. Mm. Yep. Mm. They swear at each other in parliament. Mm. The, even the ANC, the DA and the EFF, they swear at each other, call each other names. They say mm. the most despicable things. But I'm telling you now, if you go to parliament and you go to their cafeteria at lunchtime, they're yeah. all their biggest mates. They probably go to the same parties. Yeah. Their wives are Chinas. Their wives are getting their nails done together. You know, yeah, all yeah. sorts of, I, I'm telling you. You know, look, on the surface, it's going to be bad, but I don't know if it's going to be bad under the surface. Obviously, we won't know. Yeah, we won't know. The news is going to tell us it's bad. Yeah. In this specific article, it says that the government of Malawi on Monday expressed displeasure with the treatment of President Lazarus Chakwera and his delegation, who were delayed for about six hours, like you said, in Pretoria last week after meeting President Cyril Ramaphosa on a working visit. The Malawian Foreign Affairs Ministry said, even though Pretoria's presidency did well by clarifying publicly that Chakwera played no role in abetting fugitive shepherd Bushiri's escape, the statement fell short. So, like you said, media and what they yeah, show well, in I media mean, basically shows that okay, there's a strain so between the two. How many people that know about the story believe the government of South Africa? Hmm. Hey? No. And I mean, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying he was on that plane. Yeah. But how did he end up out of all places, Malawi? And the Malawian president well, was yeah, here. How did he get, yes. Out of all places, yes, he and, ended up. And what was the meeting? <laughs> well... <laughs> You know, yeah. what was the meeting about? Yeah, because they're not <coughs> mentioning what he was. He's, they're just saying that they he met with the president, but yeah, they're not saying a, anything. Yeah, it could have. I mean, how do we know it wasn't about Bashiri? Yeah. Sure. Or just buying time. Yeah. So they can say that he was here. Sure. So there's obviously a lot of rumors that are going around. Yeah, look, I would have thought he'd have crawled across Lim- the, the, the Limpopo River. <laughs> <laughs> you know, into Zimbabwe to get out. Next sure. thing I found out, now he gets on a plane. So I'm thinking, what? How the hell does he get on a plane at Awatamba? Okay, and then I find out there's this rumor. Where did the rumor come from? Yeah. You know, someone saw something. Yeah. So it might not and be true. The but security cameras, are they, did they not look at security cameras? And I'm sure, I mean, with this type look, of... Look, if he was on that plane, they're not going to want to. 
that's probably true. But yeah, no. I wonder if they ever looked at the cameras. Probably that's why they didn't look at the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> look, because there's footage. If you were married, yeah, and you're having an affair, yeah, and then, then you find out there's a camera where you're having an affair, you're not gonna want to look at the footage. No. Or you'd you're gonna try and get it destroyed. Yes, you would. Yeah. Like when Jeffrey Epstein died. You know when he hung himself with paper sheets of a bed, he would have had to. <laughs> you know he would have had to all these. His, his legs up <laughs> so that he could hang himself. Sure. You know, and yeah. then the, the camera footage just went... Dead. Yes. When he decides to commit suicide with his paper sheets. Sure. He hung himself paper. with paper sheets. Paper ah, sheets. Amazing. <laughs> Interesting things that people come up with <laughs> these days. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, let us know your thoughts on Bushiri and his great escape. The great escape of Bushiri, Prophet Bushiri. That was a miracle, I'm telling you. Seriously. Serious <laughs> <laughs> nice one.
about mobility and solutions that make a difference in your business. From mobile sales and sales management to van sales and proof of delivery. For, For a, a demo, demo call Rapid Trade on 011-493-9755. Rapid Trade, ahead of the game. Okay, so we were speaking about Prophet Bushiri and since this is the Bushiri Johnson show, it's a tongue twister. I'll bet you to say it five times straight. <laughs> Bushiri Johnson, Bushiri Johnson, Bushiri Johnson, Bushiri Johnson. <laughs> and now we're speaking about Boris Johnson. So, what is happening with Boris Johnson? Do you want to explain to us what is happening? Well, I mean, it was world headlines in, I think it was April, that uh, he contracts COVID 19. Yeah. <laughs> then a few days later, he carries on with his work. A few days later, you see him doing a video. Yeah. No, no, I'm fine. And it's like all flustered, and you can see this axe as sick as anything. Yeah. The next thing is rushed to hospital. <laughs> the next thing is in intensive care. And he was there for three days. Yeah. Um, and then he came out in early May mm. and he's beaten this thing. So now, uh, recently, I think it was earlier this week, it was announced that one of the guys that had met with him, one of the conservative MPs that had met with him uh, in a meeting about, I don't know, whatever it was about, I think there were 12 people in the meeting and then this guy tested positive for COVID-19. Mm. So now Boris Johnson has to go into quarantine. Mm. And why the hell does he have to go into quarantine? Yeah. He had the disease. Mm. Okay. And if they say, no, you can get it again, then why are they going to force us to take a vaccine? Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't matter how you cut this thing. Now, Bushiri, we're not sure. Yeah. Okay. But it looks fishy. But this one is, 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 is blatant. Yeah. All right. And this one is not a joke. This one is serious. Because they want to push that, that we're going to be forced to take the vaccine. Now, in terms of our constitution here in South Africa, that's not allowed. You can't mm. force people to take anything. Um, and, and by the way, they're starting to make moves. They're sending letters to schools and all of this kind of stuff. I'm telling you now, if I'm a parent in South Africa, I'll be homeschooling my kids. Yeah. I will not send them to a school. Then they say, no, we just want to catch up with the vaccinations. So you, you give us permission. Whatever vax they need, we, we'll, we'll pump them. Don't worry. We'll, we'll pump them full of the stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not letting anyone, you know, I wouldn't let anyone pump anything into my kids yeah. without me knowing what it is. But the question is, so if Boris Johnson had the ultimate vaccine, I mean, what's the best vaccine is when you get the disease. Yeah. So if he's had the ultimate vaccine, why does he need to quarantine? Yeah. That is the question. Black Knight, what are your thoughts? Why does he need to, or what's the point of the vaccine then if someone like Boris Johnson, who obviously everyone knew, the world knew that he had the virus, and now he's in a half-hour meeting with someone who would, who tested positive. Why did he? Because isn't your body supposed to create antibodies and all of these things? And well, there's like antibodies the, that last for a while, then they die off. But yeah. then there's supposed to be these things called T cells, which produce the antibodies. Yeah. So if if this thing comes in, your body knows, and it, the T cells produce antibodies yeah. again. 
So okay. that, that's the theory. That's what we've been told. Yeah, and that's what the vaccine does, right? The vaccine then cons the body to think the body's got the disease, so yeah. it produces the T cells and the antibodies. Yeah. So then what's the point of us having the vaccine then? It just feels like everyone is just a South African because these excuses, they're just catching <laughs> up with everyone. now. <laughs> you know, first it was lockdowns, then lockdowns don't work. Now it's you can contract this and then if you get it, you're not going to get it. But now you, you're getting it again. Like you, you never know what's happening. But I think the biggest thing right now is they just, they, it's either they're coming up with things for him to say yeah. when because he is pushing the lockdown. And obviously... People in, in London, they're fighting, but they're fighting, you know, like nice. You know, they always <laughs> like, ah, oh, sir, how's it, man? But that's how they're fighting. We don't fight like that this side, you know. Shame on you. <laughs> so like, Shame on you. Yes. Shame on you. <laughs> yes, in the houses. They, 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 no, no, that's when they're protesting. Oh, okay. And the cops come and they beat them up and they go, shame on you. Shame on you. <laughs> I think because people are asking a lot of questions, and he doesn't know what to say now because even when he came back from him contracting the virus, there was a point where they actually said that um, they think he's losing it because stuff that he's saying, he's going to say this, next time he's going to say that. I think, yeah, they're just training him to on what to say next when he comes back. Yeah, because I don't think even in England people really want to be locked down. Mm. No, no, there's, um, well, you know, in, in, in Liverpool... Yeah. I know you just think it's a football team. No, it's actually a city. <laughs> okay, Everton and Liverpool both come from the city of Liverpool. The Beatles came from Liverpool. You know that? Yes, I did. That you I did know, know that? Yeah. Okay. So, um, I mean, in Liverpool, they've deployed the army, they said, to go and do testing and stuff. You know, so they can do these rapid tests. So, you know, that would freak me out. Mm. What the hell is the soldiers doing here for a medical thing? Yeah. Mm. You know? Um and then what does it what does it take for them to swap the needles <laughs> and the testing kits with guns to control you? Sure, yeah. You know, are they getting people ready for in a pilot program that uh, they get used to seeing soldiers on the street? What's going on? Mm. So um, you know, these are these are are the questions. And and I'm sorry, this whole thing doesn't doesn't make any sense in terms of what we've been told. Yeah. And and like I said, if you can catch this thing multiple times, then that that, that Please don't bring us a vaccine. Yeah. And then we have to get used to it. We have to live with it. Yeah. Like a cold. Yeah. You know, which it's a very severe cold. But that's that's another thing that's confusing, though, is that they say this thing is going to be with us. So why are we locking down? So well, that's the point. So are you saying we, that if it's going to be with us forever, so are you saying you're going to lock us down forever? Yes. Because... Yeah. That's no, but that's the point. Because that's what it sounds like when you say That's the only way that they're yeah. going to be able to control the population is if they can actually get the population to stay in one place and manipulate them through that. Because what happens, I mean, with the lockdown in South Africa and stuff, and goes back to our whole thing of media, uh, the whole show we did on media and things like that is with the lockdown, the media usage started going up, things like Netflix, things like um, Instagram and stuff, because that's where everyone was getting their information from and entertainment from. So now through that, they now can start manipulating people and getting people to believe what they want and, and stuff. Yeah, and so, you're super rich. Yeah. All grew in their wealth. Yeah. So ordinary people have been hammered. Mm. But you're super rich people, even here in South Africa, in the UK, in America. Mm. They're super, super, super rich now. 
Yeah. So so at the end of the day, you know, that, that's all that's happened mm. is that a few people have, have really, 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 you know, gotten yeah. super wealthy and they've stripped people from them. They stripped money from the masses. Mm. Mm. That is true. So is, is, is this thing still pushed by Microsoft? Some I mean, months, Bill Gates. Yeah, some months back, I went into their website. They actually have this. It looks nice. That website looks nice. <laughs> <laughs> they have this nice website of theirs and they call it the great lockdown and then they show you on how i don't know if it's the new world order but on how they're gonna create jobs you know how people are gonna have a lot of jobs when people stay inside the houses they, they had this course that they're teaching people for free i think I, I don't know i think i think it's just bill gates he has a mission to push you know when you that type of a person that whatever i want to happen i don't think it's even based on money for him i don't think it's about the money no no the issue the issue with these guys i mean with the vaccines he's going to make a lot of money yeah so they the, they want power they want to yeah. control everything and there is a plan to to depopulate yeah. Bill gates has spoken you know in favor of that yeah. in Mars ted talks also. yeah I was actually yeah. going to speak about that because obviously they want to bring out this vaccine and the vaccine is not going to be cheap. I mean, hydroxychloroquine is quite cheap. and yeah, But the thing is, can even if you chuck that one out, yeah, you know, there, there's a lot of other medications yeah. that, um, you know, just help you. Yes. Um, they sort things out. Yeah. So with that now, the, the poor won't be able to afford the vaccine and, and stuff. So they'll just die off in inverted commas. And speaking about that, if you look at now Africa, Africa is one of the poorest continents in, in the world and stuff, and they actually want to start testing on Africa. Now, the question is, do you think that it's going to work when, if they decide that we're going to test on the African people? And when I'm speaking African, let's speak about South Africa because this is where we live. Knowing the type of people that we live with, do you think that the vaccine testing or the trials will actually work in South Africa. Not looking at the government because the government will probably sell us off and say, yes, test on our people. He has but sold us off. <laughs> no. We, we spoke about it in March. Yeah. We, they were already telling people, come here for your COVID-19 inoculations. Yeah, yeah, actually. So the thing is, they've created disease things in, in Africa mm. with these damn vaccines. Yeah, that is true. I mean, Bill Gates is a hated man. Yeah. And so I don't know who the hell they think they are that they can come and test it on us. Yeah. I mean, even now, the so-called president-elect, the office of the president-elect, Joe Biden, <laughs> yeah. all right? His guy there saying, no, uh, we mustn't get vaccine first. We must send it to the poorer countries. We must help the poorer countries first. You know, help. so, yeah. yeah, I mean, looking oh, all wow. noble. You know, at the end of the day, you know, the, the, this is the biggest load of nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, that is basically it. So let us know your thoughts. You can catch us on our social media platforms and we'll give it to you at the end of the show. But this has been the Bushiri Johnson show right here on the political show on Active FM where Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics. It's your boy CJ listening to Active FM. You know what it is. Time to turn the world upside down. In James 4, verse 1 to 4, it says, What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your, desire, from your desires that battle within you? You desire, but do not have, so you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. 
you do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend it with uh, you. That you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Yeah. So um, obviously, this whole this whole year, twenty twenty, has been a lesson in terms of um, you know looking at um, looking at faith. And one of the things that uh, has been proved to people beyond a shadow of a doubt is. You know, many people prior to this year believed that they could do everything for themselves. In mm -hmm. fact, some of the guys we've been talking about, they believe that they can do everything for themselves and, you know, all of that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. But the issue at the end of the day is this. You know, you cannot. You're going to die. Many of these guys that are doing all of this evil stuff that are in very powerful positions do not realize that one day they're going to face the very God that they're mocking right now. And then we've got Christians. Now, what happened the first thing when COVID-19 struck? Everyone became afraid. Yeah. Which means if you're a person of faith, there's a problem. Why did you become afraid? It's because um, you, don't, you don't really believe God. Mm. And um, in terms of your prayer life, your prayer life isn't very good. Mm. And taking that a step further, uh, not only your, your prayer life, James actually says, you don't get anything from God because you do not ask. And how many Christians are living like atheists? Yeah. They don't ask God. Uh, and then he says, and when you do ask, you also don't receive because you're asking just so that God can fulfill your desire for pleasure. Mm. So the thing at the end of the day, you know, when you, when you look at these things, is that um, we, we need to realize that we've got to get to the cross, we've got to get to the Lord, and we've got to start asking God to build a supernatural faith inside of us. Mm. So that even when we see the Bushiri Johnson and all of these things that are going on, and, I mean, a lot of the news, they, they, they say one thing today and they totally contradict themselves tomorrow, sometimes in the same news bulletin. <laughs> sometimes one story that follows the next, you know, the one story follows the previous story. And this one said A and this one said B and both can't be true. Yeah. When you're living in a world like that, a world full of deception, yeah. get to God. Yeah. The only thing you can trust is the Bible. Mm. Anything else, all right, anything else is flawed. Yeah. And so don't assume you know what's going on. Mm. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, so true. don't try. Don't, don't go. You know, so many people have got these things where they give these opinions. Mm. And at the end of the day, the opinions mean nothing. Get to the word. Yeah. All right. And if you get to the word and you trust God, you will see him move in your life. Yeah. Amen. Sure. That is awesome. Amen. Remember, you can catch our shows on our different platforms. You're on www.activefm.co.za. You can also download our show on Google Podcasts and on Apple Podcasts. And we're also on Spotify. So get downloading. And then you can let us know your thoughts. So obviously let us know your thoughts with the whole Bushiri situation. And let us know, do you think that there's any point to the vaccine if you can get the virus again? You can catch us on Instagram at ActiveFM777. We're also on Facebook forward slash ActiveFM. We're on Twitter at ActiveFM and on Parlor at ActiveFM. So get commenting. Let us know your thoughts. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Geeks. With me in studio, we've got... Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight. Pastor Gavin spoke about asking for supernatural uh, faith from the Lord. So here's a song by Reactive called Supernatural.
opening ourselves up to the truth brilliant light piercing through the darkness On every side but not crushed No, no, we strive for eternity We trust not what we see The resurrection of Christ Revealed through humanity Press on every side but not crushed No, no, we strive for eternity We trust not what we see The resurrection of Christ FM. Radio has never been better.